Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome to Spiritual AF, a manifestation podcast for success-driven humans. My name is Johnny Maria Gresta, and I am completely obsessed with helping you live a wildly fulfilling life where you are thriving in every way possible. I have helped thousands of humans get happier, healthier, and wealthier over the past 14 years, and now it's time for your own transformation. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome back to the podcast. What's up? <laughs> we have kind of a controversial topic today. I don't think so. You don't think it's controversial? Why would why would human needs be why would human needs be controversial? Agreed. So we're talking about sex. Talking about sex, baby. We're talking about you and me. Okay. What topic of sex are we talking about today? Uh, we're talking about what it's like to get out of a sexual rut. Ooh, sexual rut. Rut. I like that term. I mean, yeah. I don't like the term, but I like the term to describe it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's self-explanatory. Sexual rut. Yeah. How long do you feel like Ooh. it would take for us to get into an actual sexual rut? Uh, that's a really good question. I would say probably like three weeks. Three weeks? Of no sex for us, for us both to be like, what the hell's going on? Okay. As per our, you know, our previous, current, uh, our, our recent previous uh, hap- situation. What do you mean? Well, we went to New York and yeah. had a period and... Yeah, so we basically went without sex for about three weeks. Sheesh. Because... There was a death in the family. Then we went to New York. So we were staying with family. And then we were... So yeah, we were staying with your parents. And then I had my period. Yeah. And then we finally got back home. And then we had people staying at our house. Yes. We were just exhausted from traveling. We were exhausted from all the stuff that was happening while we were there. Being being with our family. Being at the funeral, unfortunately. But... All these things just kind of dampened the energy, and yeah. once we came back, it was like, there were still a few more things kind of carrying on slowly, but then we, we've gotten into the groove. Got into the groove. I would definitely say we got into the groove. <laughs> so, like, we're not talking about sexual ruts like that, like when shit kind of happens and you're not, like, ha- like that's normal, you know mm. what I mean? It's normal to have... Some things come up in your life and kind of mess up your schedule or yeah. frequency yeah. Of, of sex. No, I completely understand. We're, we're more so talking about the fact that, you know, people are in marriages that haven't had sex for a few week, a few months, um, maybe half a year. Or even like people <laughs> who it's normal to not have sex for a few weeks. Like people that's... with lower sex drives or couples like... I don't think... I mean, yes, there's different varying degrees of sex drives and some people want it way more than others but I think generally wanting it at least once a week minimum yeah. every other week is like neat like I just don't feel like that's why I said it's like a controversial topic because we don't speak about it so how do we know what actual normal really is like how do we know what the average 
really is for people. And obviously that's up for interpretation, but if most people in the world who have healthy marriages fuck at least once or twice a week, then somebody who's going every other month without fucking, I think that that's a big problem, and I don't think that many people talk about it. I mean, I could definitely see how that is a big problem. Um, however, if that's the way... I don't know. It doesn't seem like any marriage should be that way, so I was about yeah. to, so what I'm about to say is actually not even true to what I believe. So, <laughs> so I what mean, is it that you believe? Like, raw, unfiltered, what do you believe about it? I believe that people need to be having sex. People need to be wanting sex. Ultimately, yes. If you're not wanting sex, there's... And it's a continuous thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's one of the most primal, normal things that we go through and desires that we have is anything on this planet fucks in some way. Right on, yeah. Right? Yeah, everything mates. It's very true. You know? And so I just, I feel like, sure, it can be like a week here or a few weeks here and there, but when that's your norm, I think that warrants like looking at what yeah, the definitely going on. A little te- either attention to the relationship, attention to yourself, or attention to your partner yeah. to kind of find out like, hey, what's what's the missing piece? Why aren't we firing on all cil- cylinders? Firing? Is that a gun reference? No, it's a car reference. Gotcha. Okay. It's a car reference. Okay, so let's talk about how to get out of this type of a rut. I feel like this time it was definitely the easiest it's kind of been going from three weeks off. To both really desiring it, but we weeks off like it's a season. <laughs> uh huh. But then we also have gone through periods where we've struggled in our sex life, and it was kind of awkward to restart. Yeah. Both of us kind of wanted it, and we were uncomfortable. Like we didn't it, know how it to just initiate wasn't clicking. it. Yeah, or we were really awkward during sex, and I think this time was phenomenal, man. All the times so far have been phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> Majority of our times, yeah. No, like recently. A hundred percent. Yeah. Okay, so what would you say was one of the biggest things that made it easier to come back into? Hmm. So I I feel like the biggest thing for myself was the consistent level of attraction mm-hmm. that I had for you, mm-hmm. but also that we've had for each other. Because, you know, you both got to kind of find each other hot. Yeah. And compatible physically. Let's let's call let's call it that. Find each other compatible physically for you guys to therefore have consistency in your relationship. If one person's like not to the other person's standard and yeah. you know the other person doesn't know how to communicate that, um, that's definitely a lot of people's downfall. Or um, to kind of talk about the other side of that coin, but similar is the fact that like the other person might be doing things sexually that you might not like. So what Doesn't, is it that exactly made this time easier to come back into a healthy sex life? Uh, overall attraction for each other. So you're saying specifically physical attraction? Yes. Okay. Yes, definitely. Um, I definitely We definitely had some tension, which like, as a married couple, we don't really have that. So like, that was also kind of like... I want her even more. You're like saying sexual tension. Yeah, definitely. Definitely I'm saying sexual tension. Okay. Because I think tension could also be... Stress? Yeah, (laughs) like really bad fucking energy. No. no, no. (laughs) Um, What else? Um, 
just getting back into our own space was definitely a big plus. It was definitely a big like our own space, you know, our own t- our own time. Um, it definitely felt like it was very much like a driving factor, and it wasn't like trying to coordinate who's out of the house for the next few minutes. Yeah. Oh, we can sneak it in. Yeah. You know. So you say physical. Full expression. Physical attraction, being back in our space. And then building up some, like, sexiness on the in-between that we weren't necessarily acting on while we were away. Yes, definitely. Yeah, I love that. Is there anything else that you'd add to that? No. I think think those four things, those three things are good, yeah. He said those three things are good, y'all, in case you didn't hear that. Because he kind of isn't necessarily talking into the microphone. So hopefully you hear him. Okay. I think his voice is loud enough and deep enough. (laughs) okay moving on i would say i definitely agree with that i think that the physical attraction is one of the biggest things and some one of the biggest things that we're on the same page about like we we both have had the conversation of what is it that we both desire from each other physically yes in terms of how we interact but also from each other separately yeah and i think we do a pretty good job of really adhering to that. We have standards for our health, standards for the way we look, standards for our internal kind of working, and we're very good with, like, understanding when it's off for the other person, and then we chat about it, and we don't let it go more than a few hours, let alone a fucking few days. And I feel like most... I don't don't think it ever gets past a day. A hundred percent, but that's what I'm saying. Like, most people, I feel like, just leave it. And if they notice their partner is down or something, they're like, I'll press you. Until you fucking Where? Where are you pressing me? Press, press. I'll press you until you speak up. You'll you'll deny the fact that there's something going on. I'm like, babe, there's something off. Even I think while we were in New York, there was a morning where, like, you kind of seemed a little bit down or stressed or something. I was like, what's wrong? And you're like, nothing. And then, like, four hours later, you're like, hey, I need to talk to you. And there was something going on. And so it's just, like, I feel like that... Um, for a woman especially like having that emotional connection and intimacy then directly transfers into our desire for physical intimacy yeah and so for me that's very attractive the fact that we can not only that you not only look the way that you do and take care of your body the way that you do but also the emotional connection that we have and your willingness to talk about feelings and your willingness to hear me out and I felt like we still did a good job even though we were at your family's house Mm -hmm. and all that stuff definitely yeah. Definitely. We we did a good job. Um, I want to say maintaining who we are mm. while not being able to fully act on what we want to. Yeah. That's true. That's very true. I mean, if we really did want to fuck, we definitely could have somewhere. Yeah. But it just, there were so many different factors that it wasn't a thing. But I do appreciate the fact that you called out that we um, built up some sort of tension. Mm-hmm. That wasn't necessarily, I feel like at this point we've been so much better with flirting with each other definitely definitely and and doing like lower pt uh lower showings of affection like focusing on kissing more or even making out or holding a long hug yeah or holding you close cuddling eh, cuddling we always cuddle a lot but yeah those other things you know yeah yeah while not being able to fully perform yeah and i know as a woman there there have been times when, um, <laughs> sorry, every time I say as a woman, 
just all the TikToks about all of the conversation about what does a woman keep coming to my brain. Okay, we're not having that conversation. As a woman, <laughs> I know that just jumping from like not having any sort of intimacy to fucking is there's a big disconnect for me. Mm. And I don't think that that's the same for you from what I've gathered. No. Although it does help to maintain that. Yeah, most definitely. Of, yeah. of course you, you want to maintain it. If Once you start losing it, that's when challenges come along. Yeah. Um, between, you know, intention and attention between each other. Yeah. I feel, I feel like the attention thing is a really big thing. And I think that we somehow shame ourselves for wanting attention and we're told that it's not good, especially as women. We're told, like, you shouldn't want a man's attention. Like, mm. that's the wrong attention. I want you to look at me like I'm your piece of meat. Like, I want to devour all of you. Like, that's what I want the attention to be. And you give me that. But we worked... I had to work to receive, receive that. that. I, I had, had to work to feel that. Yeah, I had to work to, to give that. I had to work to create... A higher form or a higher connection into my masculinity to therefore connect with you deeper yeah. to therefore like really just like hone in on I don't want to say who I was expected to be but like it was who you wanted me to be Gre- but greater like who I was meant to be all along yeah yeah because who I wanted you to be and who you wanted you to be we're the same person, and you were invited to step up to that. So it's not like I was forcing you to be no. someone you didn't want. No, not at all. To be yeah. clear, no. And also vice versa. Like, I came to the realization that I like physical attention. I came to the realization that I want to be your whore. I came to the realization that I want a man who's fully, wholeheartedly satisfied with me and with our relationship. And for a long time, I felt like I shouldn't want that. For a long time, I felt like... I was being uh, demeaned, is that a word? Like, de- like uh, putting myself lower on the totem pole by saying, I want to please my man. You are putting yourself down? No, like I was putting myself beneath you. If I want to please uh. you, that means that you're better than me. Like, you know what I mean? And I feel like there's this conversation that happens in society where as a woman, it's, you know, don't, you shouldn't want to please your man. All he wants is sex, like... All of this stuff that makes us feel like we have to, like, compete. Meanwhile, like, if I'm in a relationship with you and I'm in a marriage with you for the rest of our life, how would I not Mm. want to make you wholeheartedly, like, fuck yes, that's my woman. Yeah. You know? And that took me a long time to really be okay with. Be okay with the desire that, hey, I want to... please you physically emotionally sexually like in every way shape and form so that came to understanding the fact that you're a very sexual man i am a very sexual woman and of course there's been moments where we haven't been but when we deny that part of ourselves we feel less connected Mm. we like each other less our mind wanders elsewhere more so like you know and we've gone through periods where during the biggest sex ruts that we've had we also were probably watching the most porn we probably were not kissing enough mm. we probably were just like we, we weren't putting in that attention yeah you know? i agree with that so i feel like there's work to do on both people's ends and that's what couples really need to acknowledge 
And you have to get on the same page about what it is that you want from your sex life, what it is that you want, even outside of, like, fucking what you actually want in terms of intimacy and connection on a day-to-day basis, Mm. you know, and, like, flirting, like... It's like the most exciting thing about a relationship, a new relationship is that flirting. So when you're, we just crossed 10 years together last, last month. Yeah. Last month. Like when you're with somebody two, three weeks ago. Yeah. When you're with somebody for 10 years, like the idea of like flirting and that newness is so exciting. Yeah. Even more exciting than somebody who's single and keeps getting that. You know what I mean? And so keeping that alive. I was about to say, you really need to work on that. You really need to focus on that. You really need to like... To practice sounds like it is, honestly, you have to practice, but let's say to practice sounds like it's a whole job and a whole skill, but it's, it's really not. It's, it's connection. Yeah. And it leads to deeper things. That connection is like this, this steps up for the door before you make it to kissing. And then, yeah. you know, like when we were younger, we spent, I don't know how kids, kids nowadays don't have, don't talk on the phone for as long, but when we were younger... You know, we used to call that person at night, whoever was, like, special to us at that point yeah. in time, and we'd talk to them for a little bit, either on our cell phones with minutes or on, <laughs> on landlines, which nobody knows about. Um, but, yeah, I mean, in that time, we were always working on, like, building connection, understanding that person more, and it's like, you might have seen those things flourish, but now you look on your relationship that's a little more long-term, yeah. and you're like, well, what the hell's going on? But I mean, also forgetting that connection. Yeah. Also, in everyday life, we don't have this connection. We don't have this connection no. to ourselves. We don't take the time to connect to other people. Where like people feel connected to us through our social media and stuff like that. But that it's like a one-sided connection. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it, it decreases the connection that you have in real life. The more time you spend on social media, the more and time spent in the house. Yeah. A hundred percent. Okay, yeah. so if we had some tangible <laughs> tips to give people, what's one that you would give to get out of, like, a sex fraud or make it a little bit less awkward? Or um, If there's something that your partner is asking you to do with them, go out to eat somewhere, go, mm-hmm. um, you know, make an appointment for a massage. If that other person is asking you for it, and not even hinting, but like letting you know, um, then that could be, you know, just doing the thing that they want could be a very big, mm, a very big on. connection, a very big turn on. Yeah. Um, aside from that, I would also say just like you can make home sexy, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Some candles, some flowers or some yeah. live plants, yeah. uh, a little bit of wine. <laughs> <laughs> live bit of plants wine. are so sexy They're so sexy <laughs> live plants yeah, a little bit of wine a little bit of chocolate you know like yeah. you don't have to go on the date to yeah. bring the romanticism home yeah the romance yeah and also like check your shit in at the door you're coming home with stress I get it you're not alone so many of us yeah and your partner doesn't want to deal with work you you don't want to be fucking work you so Leave it at the door. I understand. Maybe you work from home. Yeah. And work is at the door. Yeah. But understand. Damn, I keep saying understand. I wanted to say it again right say there. It. Too. Who cares? I didn't realize you Allow were yourself to clock out mentally to, yeah. to clock in emotionally. Mm, yeah. I love that. I definitely agree with the home. I think that making... 
whether it's one room, if you have kids and you feel like your kids have taken over, that I mean, that's a whole other story. But, you know, we don't have kids, so I'm not going to judge you there. I will talk to you once we do have kids, and then I'll be like, remember that time? Yeah. But, yeah, making your physical space something that or a room that feels sexy or that is exciting to you or even that, I don't know, people don't, like, actually put intention into their physical spaces and... Once we started doing that, like it was so, it's so much easier to feel better. Like mm. what you see every single day is going to either enhance feelings of goodness or shitty feelings. And for us, we have a few different places in our apartment that we really enjoy having sex on. And we take them all into, you know, account. Yeah. And I really think that having a clean space, having a place that feels vibey to you, having a place that is that smells good all of these things is so important because if you're just surrounded by clutter and grossness like who wants to take their pants off you know like have clean sheets for fuck's sake (laughs) i love grossness during sex (laughs) see i would definitely agree with the physical space and if i had to give another recommendation i would recommend to slow down like most likely if you're in a sex rut you're either very busy physically or very busy like mentally Mentally. Netflix and fucking social media throw it out the window and talk to your loved one like there is was it before we went to New York where we weren't having a ton of sex but we were just craving to talk to each other more and we were like laying and connecting a little bit more and eventually it would lead to sex whenever that was Mm -hmm. it it's like you can still to get out of that rut there's steps right and sometimes you might just skip to the sex part yeah but you can also really put intention into you should you should also really put intention into connection and growing deeper in the connection in order to really make sure that you guys are really closely connected yeah a hundred percent i wrote a post yesterday that said something about like making sure that you're connected to yourself. Like men have this need sex to feel connected and the women need emotional connection in order to have sex. And so when it comes to being in a sex rut, a lot of times the man is kind of like almost badgering the woman a little bit, or at least it's how the woman feels about like, oh my goodness, like, babe, it's been so long. I want sex. I want sex. And the woman's like, but I need connection first. So, like, both need to take the other's needs into account. There's two people required to fuck, generally. Yeah, typically. <laughs> so, you know, I, I think that giving more power to the steps before sex and slowing down and actually looking your partner in the fucking eyes and putting everything else away and, for like, forcing yourself to connect with that person take away other external stimulations yeah to allow yourselves to be fully present with each other i agree yeah a hundred percent so if you're stuck in a sex rut you're probably too fucking busy mentally like all of your energy is being taken out yeah by something else you're pulled in a hundred different directions yeah which i understand that's life um and you also have a relationship that you need to maintain keep strong and find sexy time for yes (laughs) cool anything else about Sex ruts. The best way to break one is not to get involved in one. (laughs) So don't lose the rhythm, folks. I was going to ask you before. Mm -hmm. What do I do that feels like it's still flirty and builds up tension? 
I guess that was going to be a question I wanted to ask you before so we can give the women some insight if they feel like a little bit more disconnected. I don't even know what I'm doing at this point. So, <laughs> I mean, it, you know, it's not like one thing. It's so many things. It's the fact that like, you know, you want to make us dinner or you recognize that we've had, I've had a long day and you've had a long day sometimes too. And you're still like, oh, I got dinner. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, oh, okay. Because um, for a while I was making all the dinners. Yeah. Um, but regardless, uh, other than that, I would definitely say, as you've switched from your masculine to your feminine, and like stop being overly controlling or overly like, I guess controlling any certain situations. Then, yeah, definitely. That's definitely been something that's been better. Okay. So is there anything specific that I do that you're like, wow, that's a turn on? Or I flirt with you in a certain way or... uh, Flirt with me... Somewhat. I mean, but honestly, I just see you get naked and I'm just like, hello. (laughs) That is true. You know, I, I, I don't... I'm not a person that needs much... Yeah, and I think that's the thing, like, understanding that men don't really need a ton. No. No, (laughs) firm no. (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) But being able to, like, we spend so much time criticizing them over loving them in the way that they want to be loved, and it it gives them the desire to want to treat us better. You know, like, we need to show them that, they're ours. Like, we find them sexy. We find them attractive. Thank them for all that they do instead of shitting on everything that they don't do. And then that will inherently invite them to do more. And then that also makes you feel like, oh, wow, I made him feel good. Like, making someone feel good feels so good. So it's like, it extends way further than just when the sex rut began. But it also really... You can start today. To just do little things in the way that you approach each other, in the way that you um, are so consumed by, mm. you know, whatever, TV, so screens, et cetera, et cetera. Like, you can slow down for a little bit, even just today, and spend time connecting with your significant other. Oh, yeah. And I understand everybody's tired from work. I get it. You know, like, we, it, it's very demanding right now in the workforce. Um, however, that shouldn't be a reason to not connect. Yeah. You know, it's, I understand it's an easy way to say like, Hey, listen, like I'm just done. I get it. So how about you guys be done together? Take a bath together. Uh, turn the TVs, the phones and the laptops off and just talk. Oh, the iPads or, you know, whatever tablets. Yeah. Just, just talk, read, lay, lay, lay next to each other and read. Or just do nothing. Sometimes we'll just like cuddle and fucking do nothing. Yeah. And that's always really, I like that. If you're done, why don't you be done together? Like, again, intimacy is not just sex. Intimacy is connection and spending quality time with each other, not on phones, not on screens, not whatever. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And I think that also for me, remembering that, not, not putting pressure on myself to have sex with you if I'm not feeling it, but remembering that there is smaller ways that we can really connect and that gives me the same not the same feeling obviously but uh uh it gives me more life it it makes me less burnt out and exhausted because i'm getting my energy refilled mm. by connection time with you 
I, I hear that. I yeah. agree with that. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, if y'all have anything to share around this topic, let us know if this content helped you. Also, share it with somebody, leave us a review, all of the things. Um, anything else before we go, babe? Mm, no. No? Cool. No. We're all done. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Let us know what came through you. Let us know any questions. And we'll see you soon. Bye. Soon. Soon. <laughs>